Hello everyone, this is Michael. I'm here today with our first Ball Squad podcast. We're going to be discussing our top 10 all-time NBA players. I'm here with Alex. Woo! And I'm here with Noah. What's up? And we're just going to be going from our honorable mentions, and then we're going to be going 10 to 1 uh, for all our top 10 NBA players. So for me personally, my honorable mentions were Jerry West and Hakeem Olajuwon. Both great. Hey, what? Yeah. All right. Both great. <laughs> great. Oh my gosh! This is already starting off there. Why am I crazy? Let, let it talk. Let it talk. I have my reasons. I think they were both great players, but I kind of put my list in terms of like the impact each player had, not just in terms of numbers, but in terms of like promoting the game of basketball and inspiring, you know, inspiring fans and generations. So. I just put those two players, even though they're great players, and obviously if you have them in your top 10, that's completely justified. I'm not going to argue against that. Just couldn't really fit them on my list. So, there you go. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> cool. So, my honorable mentions for the top 10, wait, wait, I, had, I had three. I had Bill Russell, Oscar Robinson, Robertson, and Steph Curry as my oh, as my. Okay. Honorable mentions. Okay. Same thing as same thing as Mike. I think each one of them could be in the top ten. Um, both incredible. All three of them incredible players, but I just don't think they they match with the other ten I have. That's fair. That's fair. I, I could definitely right. see respectable. That. Um, for me, my honorable mentions are Bill Russell, Carl Malone, and Clyde Drexler. Ooh. Okay. But Ooh. I, I Clyde definitely. Drexler. Yeah, I definitely I did not do my one. list like. Yeah, that's another conversation. Um, <laughs> I I definitely did not do my list based on like the impact they had. I mostly focused mm-hmm. my list on personal achievements, um, such as championships, MVPs, mm-hmm. just overall dominance uh, in the league during their era. So that's kind of what I focused my list on, and yeah. like Bill Russell, obviously very very dominant, most championship, yeah, most rings of all time. Mm-hmm. Carl Malone as well, second on the all time scoring list, really dominant during his time. Um, so yeah, that's well, that's why he's on. Yeah, make my mentions. list yeah. exactly. That no, that makes um, sense. Yeah, I would say my list and, is kind of. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I was gonna say my list is kind of like a hybrid with like. Um, I, I put personal achievement, but I also kind of did impact on the game. Just because personally, yeah. to me, I think that's pretty important. But, you know, obviously, that's why it's subjective, and that's why we're doing this. Yeah, so, and I and I kind of did the same thing as Mike. But the one thing I, I really didn't take and count at all was, was the MVP award. Because, at least mm-hmm. in, in my eyes, Michael Jordan could have won the MVP every, every single year. year same with, know? like, LeBron. Right, yeah. right. So, the MVP, yeah. to me, doesn't really take an impact in the top ten. I I don't know. I, okay, yeah, we can talk about this. Um, so I'll I'll share my first number ten. Yeah, so, uh, my n- number ten is Shaq. Okay. Oh, uh, like I think it's pretty safe to say he's top ten. Um, the reason he's not higher is just because I feel like, although he was really really dominant, um, mostly. I only see his dominance, um pertaining to when he was with the Magic and the Lakers at the beginning of his mm. career. I don't see like he He was pretty good on I Miami. I mean, he's 7-3. Yeah, he was good on Yeah, Miami he was 7-3. Yeah. He was huge. 
But he yeah, wasn't the I, same I player. I understand though. that, but yeah, I feel like the reason he's not higher on my list is mostly because uh, he wasn't the type of player that uh, gave his all every game. Like mm-hmm. it, he just came out with a statement saying that his the players that he liked, he let them shoot the ball. Like he didn't really try guarding them. Like that type of thing. That's yeah. why I don't. I wouldn't put him in my top five just because he wasn't. He didn't give his effort um, every single game, which I think that's definitely. An important part. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. But, I mean, he was definitely really, really dominant at his peak. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I like to say with Shaq, he, he had, like, a short prime, but it was probably – he was the most dominant player ever in that prime, like, in that window. Yeah. So, Just unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, sure. 100%. And, you know, looking at, looking at it from Mike and I's standpoint, he had a big impact on the game. You know, he changed mm-hmm. the way people played basketball for a while. Yeah, I True. remember I, I saw this thing the other day. It was like the Mavericks stacked like five or six, not five or six, that's a lot, but like I think it was like four or five centers on their bench just to try to deal with Shaq. It was like an 01 or something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny, yeah. But all right, Alex. All they wanna... need was Bobby, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alex, all right. you want to go with your number 10? Yeah, sweet. So my number 10, uh, sorry, Mike, my number 10 is Kobe Bryant. All right, at least he's squeezed in there. All right, I just can't. Dude, was, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He, Steph Curry was one of his honorable mentions. So that means he was contemplating putting Steph Curry over Kobe. Ugh. Okay, just good, look, continue. Just I, I just want to hear reasons. You're good. Look, Kobe. I just can't buy that he's a top five, top six. I just can't buy it. He has five rings, but on two of those rings. He wasn't even the best player on the team. Shaq mm. was the best player. You mean on three of those rings? On, it, on two it, of the rings that he won, he was not the best player. Oh, you're saying one of one of the in the three Pete, he was the best player. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. no, with with Shaq, he wasn't the best player on that team. But, Shaq he, was he, won three, but he won three, he won three with, three Shaq. with Shaq. Okay, then on three of them. He wasn't the best player. <laughs> okay, okay. Out of the five. You're just That's helping okay. my argument, you know. Uh, I'm just, I want, hey, I want to be accurate, all right? That's no problem. Okay. All right, I, I, I can talk it. about this when I get to Kobe, so. He's just, he's not as clutch as people say. He was a bad teammate, <laughs> didn't pass the ball. He, he was great, don't get me wrong, but I just don't see him being higher than 10. Okay. I'm, I'm honestly surprised he at least put him at 10, so no worries. It's cool. But, I wish everyone right now could see my ex- my facial expressions. Yeah, we need to do that when we start recording these. Like, yeah, this is uh, this is crazy. All right, all right. So I'll I'll tell you my number ten. I put Wilt <laughs> I put Wilt Chamberlain at my number ten. Um, oh, okay. Honestly, great player. Probably one of the most athletic guys to ever play in the NBA. Just the only thing is why he's so low is just because of era. Like you know, he really like I I put on my list. In the notes, I put a men among boys because that's literally what he was like. He like if you watch his highlights and stuff like that, like the dudes he was playing against were like no competition. But I still think he's top ten because you know he still achieved a lot. He had a hundred point game. He was just a stat monster. You look up like a lot of records and it's like Wilt Chamberlain is the number one for like so many of them. So I think that's why he still deserves a spot on the list definitely and. You know, his battles 
back in the day with like Bill Russell on them, like I think they still should count, even though he had less competition in the league. So that's why I put Will up there. So yeah. Yeah, I respect that. I think that's legit. Yeah. All right, Noah, you want to hit us with your number nine? Yeah, one second. Uh, so Will Chamberlain did play with Bill Russell the entire, like his entire career. He Will Bill Russell. They yeah, played dude. against each other. They, they played against each other. They yeah. never played together, of course. They, oh they no, yeah, I team. know, I know, yeah, yeah. His best competition, I'd say. Yeah. In terms of. Uh, yeah, and like like Mike said, I mean, he was just a man among boys. I mean, his stats are incredible, but mm-hmm. it's you know he was, it's like me playing against a bunch of preschoolers. It just wasn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's it a wasn't a high level competition. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, um, all right. So for my number nine, coming in at number nine, I had Tim Duncan. Okay. Okay. I could see people having him even higher. Honestly, if he's not in your top ten, you're probably pretty crazy. But mm-hmm. um, the reason he's I have him at nine, at right there he won multiple championships with a OK Spurs team, um, and he was really the leader the entire time. Uh, I mean, if you, if you're talking about like people who changed the game, I wouldn't really say he changed the game, but. Mm-hmm. Um, He's also known as just working on his fundamentals. You know, he's famous for that bank shot. Yeah, Yeah, big fundamental. Um, So, yeah, I I just think he was really dominant, and he had a really long-lasting career, Mm -hmm. really great leader. That's why I have him at number nine. I have to agree. That's a good – I think that's a good spot for him. Yeah. All right, Alex, who's your number nine? At number nine, I have Hakeem Olajuwon coming in. All right, all right. Um, I just think I think he's fantastic. He's one of the smoothest big men to ever play. Uh, right, he was, can you repeat that? Hakeem Olajuwon. I didn't Olajuwon. hear what you said. Oh, okay. Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay. Um, okay. You know, he was one of the smoothest big men to ever play. He mm-hmm. led Houston very well. And for me, you know, the biggest difference between him and Carl Malone is Hakeem won two titles when Michael was gone. Yeah, yeah. And... You know, the, those were two titles that no one else was able to win except Hakeem and, and Clyde Drexler, to give Noah credit, having him in the honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, Hakeem's great. I have him at number nine. Yeah, I, I was saying Hakeem probably has the best post moves ever, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah. He definitely just was pretty dominant. And um, honestly, if not for Michael Jordan, <laughs> which, you know, it's Michael Jordan, he would have won more. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think you could say that about a lot of different people, right? Yeah, Charles Barkley. Yeah, John Stockton, Carl Malone. Yeah. Yeah, That's true, Charles Barkley, definitely. He was was also high up on my list. Yeah, even even Um, Shaq. Even Shaq. Yeah, 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 the magic loss, yeah. All right, so I'll I'll go into my number nine now. I put Bill Russell. Um, You know, Bill Russell, great player, obviously great for his era. 11 rings, can't really go wrong with that. And... Really, just, you know, he was kind of the first big superstar. I mean, there was George McConn in the 50s, but when people think about the first, like, big superstar, it's it's Bill Russell. Like, he, he was yeah. definitely the first. Um, even though, I mean, the only reason why he's only number nine on my list is because, obviously, I adjusted for era. 
you know, he only played with eight teams. And it's because he's a Celtic. That's why. Hey, you know what? I'm. I try to make this as objective as possible, but it's it's true. He only played against uh, like seven other teams, and the competition was pretty low. So that's the only yeah. reason I have him so low. But in terms of impact, he definitely did impact the game. A lot of the stars you saw like grow up in the '80s, '90s, they definitely looked up to Bill Russell, which is kind of weird to think about. Like I remember Kobe one time said that like when I was growing up, Bill Russell was the goat, and like that makes sense. Because obviously, you know, other players weren't in yet, so um, that's yeah. why I think Michael, he definitely had an impact yeah. on the game and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, and I think that's there's, that's legit. There's still people. There's still people that will say he's the goat yeah, just because of his who uh, just rings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, I I definitely agree. I'm not sure if he was really the first superstar because he did play at the same time as Wilt. So I don't know who. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't around back then, so I'm not sure who was the bigger superstar. But right, but he's you definitely think about, one of the first. You know, Bill. Bill was winning titles, and that's true. So that, well, I think that gives yeah. him the edge on being the superstar. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, so, I like it. I had him a little bit higher personally. Or wait, no. I, I actually no no. Bill Russell was my number eleven. So yeah, he didn't okay. actually end up making my list. Yeah, he was he was my but, number uh, eleven as well. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. Definitely a good pick. I, I almost had him in my top ten. Um, I almost put him oops. above Kobe, but <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude! All right, Noah, hit us with your number eight. All right, my number eight is Wilt Chamberlain. Um, okay. I think it's pretty safe to say he was, um, you know, an insanely athletic, insanely talented big man. Um, he averaged like 50 points a game for a couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he was just crazy. Um, he didn't have as long of a career. Well, I guess he kind of died down the last couple years, but mm-hmm. um, I feel like, you know, he was just really dominant in his era. I also took into account, like, you know, he didn't play with um, the highest caliber of players, so that's another reason why he wasn't as high on my list, but um, definitely a, a really dominant player overall. So uh-huh. Makes sense. Makes that's sense. my number eight. All right, yeah, um, and I I got Wilt Chamberlain sitting at eight as well. Okay, Same okay. reasons. You know, great player, uh, incredible stats, but you can't put him much higher just because of the area he played in. You know, it, it would be really interesting to see what he would do in, in today's NBA, but we don't have that chance to see that. I think yeah. he would be pretty dominant in the NBA today, but... Yeah, I think he would know, too, really but I don't it. know if he would be able to push above, you know, eighth all-time in today's NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he he still, you know, he was super valuable back then as well. Um, he won uh, two championships... Um, he was the most valuable player, scored a hundred points, you know, that type of crazy stuff. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree. He wouldn't do a lot of that stuff nowadays. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So for my number eight, that's where I put Tim Duncan. Um, you know, one of the best defenders ever, uh, five championships, but not only that three finals MVPs, that's pretty impressive to me. And he was, he played for 20 years. And I think it was 20 or 21, I forget. But um, 
No, I think it was 20. And it was 20, He, he yeah. was pretty was dominant for most of those years. Like, even when he retired, it was, like, still, like, okay, maybe he could still come back in and play. You know, it wasn't really, like, um, like, he didn't really retire because of, like, really bad health or anything like that, you know. Um, so, he was definitely sustainable and, obviously, big fundamental. The only reason why I... Like, he has a really great resume. The only reason I put him at eight, though, is because he had a really great system around him. You know, he had one of the greatest coaches of all time. And overall, he was just the greatest really coach of all time. One of the that's, greatest That's coaches pretty of all fair. Time. But, I hate him, but that's fair. <laughs> just because, just you know, it was a... Um, just the system he was in was really good. And I think if you put other players in that system, they would have dominated as well. So, uh, yeah. That's that's why yeah, I'm there. Definitely, it, it fit for him, and yeah, I agree. I like it. All right, uh, I'll go with my number seven then. Number so eight. my number yeah. seven, right? It, we're on. Number yeah, yeah seven, you're on number seven. Right? Yeah, my number bad. seven. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So my number seven is Hakeem Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we pretty much already talked about him. Um, I just saw him as just a really dominant player um kind of like what we were talking about before if Jordan wasn't in the NBA I really could see him winning all those championships um I liked what Mike said he had some of the best post moves ever um I don't I I just see him as a really really dominant player so that's why I put him at number seven what I would say like you're taking Hakeem over Wilt, then? Yes. Yes. Okay. Honestly, um, my so that was also pretty difficult for me because right before we started the video, I actually changed it. Um, and it's mostly just because of the era, I'd say. That makes sense. Like, Hakeem, yeah, played, yeah. Hakeem played with a lot better competition. Right. Um, so, and yeah, it has the same of, amount of championships as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think mm-hmm. of that either. Um, okay. But yeah, like it, it's it definitely plays a big part. Hakeem at seven. I like that. I like that. All right, Alex, hit us with it. Number Sweet. Seven. So at seven, that's where I got uh, Timmy D okay. coming in. Um, yeah. He's – you look at his career stats. I mean, they're not, like, incredible. 19 points a game. He's got – uh, 10.8 rebounds a game, like you know, pretty good stats. Good stats, yeah. especially considering he played how long it was 20 years, right? But I think the most important thing about Tim Duncan is just when when he made those shots and mm-hmm. how he held himself together in big moments, how he led that team. I mean, he was pretty incredible. Uh, I'm not the biggest Spurs fan. They beat the Suns a lot. Um, <laughs> But Tim Duncan was pretty incredible, and mm-hmm. you talk about you talk about pure basketball. I mean, doesn't get much better than Tim Duncan. The reason I would not be able to have Tim Duncan higher than where I had him is uh, just the way he dressed. You know. <laughs> yeah, if we're doing, <laughs> if we're doing top ten, top ten fits like Russell Westbrook. He's, he's at the bottom. Tim yeah. Duncan's pretty Tim down Duncan's, there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I just thought my brother, my brother yeah. showed me something yesterday of of him holding the MB, MVP trophy in, ah, yeah, in yeah, jean yeah. shorts. Yep. 
It was jean shorts, sandals, and uh, orange shirt. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. I hope they, they... <laughs> Yeah, I hope we got to take away his... the championship or the MVP. Yeah, I, I can't wait for his Hall of Fame speech. He's gonna be like, "All right, guys, I had a great career. Thank you. I'm just gonna leave." <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I'll, I'll go into my number seven now, and I feel like this might have some debate because it's kind of low, but I put Larry Bird. Wow. Yeah. I, I figured okay. that I would get that, but hey, I really like Larry Bird. Honestly, you know, I know he's a Celtic, but still, like, I'm allowed to like him. It's not like I grew up in the '80s and I I hated him. So, um, but I, sure. I, I'm actually like... I'm interested to see who you put over him. Well, he, well because he put to me, there's over. there's not a lot of players better. <laughs> but all right, look, I put Larry Bird there. I have to credit him for you know pioneering a new style of basketball. You know, he really. Was a great three-point shooter. He was very athletic. He was a great passer. I like to say he was ahead of his time in terms of just shooting the ball and you know playing at a very fast pace. Um, so I can't knock him for that. Like he kind of to me, he kind of seems like a Steve Nash kind of guy where he was like dominant. He was he had a play style that was like new, um, and that eventually the NBA kind of adopted. Kind of like how Steve Nash did the same thing, like with that fast-paced basketball and then you see the Warriors do exactly that like after Nash is gone it's kind of like that for me with Larry Bird as well um and you know obviously you can't knock the three championships and you know he he had to face against the Lakers which was who were stacked at the time so you definitely got to give him credit there I know he might seem a little low but I think um there was just yeah, I don't know. six was other like, players I had to put above him so that's that was like the biggest couple of all time you know like give him all this credit how he changed the game and they're putting him at at seven that that hurts i, <laughs> I just think there's other players who impacted more that's all <laughs> i guess we'll talk about kobe when we get there all right, all right. <laughs> i guess if you're going based on impact yeah i can kind of see it um but i don't I mean, know I... he super dominant another yeah. reason is he wasn't even like the top two in his decade you know what i mean well you like, have magic and and michael Kareem. i mean well m- not michael in the 80s though it's I true mean, michael in the 80s he was still pretty good in the 80s yeah that's fair that's fair well actually if you think about it larry bird he won three mvps in the 80s he won uh how many all three of his finals in the 80s so, he's yeah, more dominated I mean, I think, by... I think Larry Bird's incredible, but... Hey, I 90s, do too, I do too, but I just, I just had six other players. by by Michael Jordan. The 80s, the 80s were completely Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, I'd say. All right, all right. So, let's go into number six. Noah, what you got on your number six? Right, my number six is the all-time scoring leader, Kareem. Abdul Jabbar. Right. Dang, I'm kind of surprised he's that low, but all right. Yep. So, yeah, I just thought that the players I have above him are are just better. I do take into account that you know he scored the most um, most baskets of all time, which that's definitely impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also, for the record, the most. Um, Successful, or I'd say the best college basketball player of all time, but that's my opinion. 
Um, yeah, he's just just a really great player. Uh, what else? I don't know. He played for a long time. I, I just, the players above him that I have on my list just had more championships, more MVPs, um, just a better resume in, in terms of that. So Yeah, I don't um, have a problem with that. You have him at six, no? He did yeah. win six championships, which that's that's a lot, um, to be honest. But uh-huh. I don't know. He he also played for the Lakers, so that's, that's worst another franchise reason. in history. Worst franchise in okay. Another, another, <laughs> Definitely not better than the Celtics. Podcast. Another podcast. Not better than the Celtics, of course. Another podcast. We'll talk about that later. All right. I got the Knicks at number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Kareem. Kareem's my number. My number six. Um, okay. One of the best scores of all time. All right, Alex, who you got? So at number six, you guys, I'm pretty sure you guys both already used him. I have I have Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. I he, that's that's a little too high for me. See, I, I mean, I don't know. I just think he's he's ex, he was extremely dominant in his mm-hmm. time. When he came into the league, no one had ever seen anything like him. Mm-hmm. He was on a I mean, if we're honest, a pretty crappy magic team. Mm-hmm. And he just, you know, made them incredible. The he had two yeah. seasons where he averaged 29 points. A, no, he had three seasons where he averaged 29 points a game. And, I mean, that that's pretty incredible considering the fact that he has one career three-pointer, you know. <laughs> he was yeah, just yeah. dominant yeah. on the inside. No one could stop him. And he won three titles with, with the Lakers. He did incredible things with the Magic, who really weren't that good. I mean, Penny Hardaway mm-hmm. was a good fit with him, but you know, Shaq left, and the Magic have stuck for yeah. a long time now. Yeah, yeah. So, well, besides when they had Dwight Howard, yeah, they made the yeah, finals but... one time. Dwight, yeah. <laughs> well, Dwight, yeah. Can I can I just say one thing? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You know, the reason Shaq was not higher on my list is. There's two big reasons. First of all, he didn't give 100% on defense, which, you know, that that's definitely a big it's factor half for of me. The game. Yeah, yeah, I, I love defense. Mike, Michael, do you think you Noah gave Actually, 100% both of you guys... on defense in high school? <laughs> Bro, I averaged the most steals <laughs> on a high school. Noah's a hard hard nosed defender. Hard nosed defender. I I he always guarded the best player on like the court. Four times. <laughs> Hey, whatever. Okay. So we're not talking about my accolades. So no, um, but that is. A anyways, good point, no. so he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Anyways, he he didn't give a hundred percent on defense, and his offense was great within three feet. Yeah, but no. If one you could stop if you that. took, I know no one could stop that. Game for three seasons doing that. No, yeah. no one could stop him. But you know the whole hack a shack. There, there's a reason it's named after him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he, he had terrible career free throw percentage, um, which that, you know, I, I feel like that has to, yeah, contribute at fair. least a little bit, um, in his all time greatness. Because like, you know, if he was really wanting to be the best, which I, if he would have put in more work, more time into his shot, I could have seen him at number one on my list right now yeah um but he didn't he didn't work on his defense didn't work on his shots he he literally stayed at the same free throw percentage nearly all his career Mm -hmm. so 
right. You just yeah. didn't have the work ethic. I'll go, into my, I'll go into my number six now, which is, wow, what do you know? It's Shaq. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my gosh. So, all right. Oh. I love Shaq, but, you know, a lot of the reasons Noah said were accurate, but, you know, I think he was the most dominant player ever when he was in his prime. No one could stop him. I do think he could have had a chance at GOAT if he, you know, sharpened up the other aspects of his game and things like that. But you can't discount the three finals MVPs. You can't discount the fact that he averaged 35 in the finals. Yeah. That's insane. You know, average, like, that's the average, you know? So, like, you can't really discount that. Um, The one, like, the one knock I have against Shaq, actually two, is probably his work ethic and the fact that his prime is so short. And I think those can be connected for sure. Like, I bet you if he worked harder, his prime would have been a lot longer. Um, but yeah. the way I look at Shaq as a player or as a person, though, is that he he does a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? He's a businessman. He's in commercials and all that stuff. I think he's just, like, living his best life. I don't think basketball was, like, number one for him, which is fine. But just we're that's why we rank him at number six or seven. Right. And I, I think one of the reasons why Mike and I probably have Shaq at six and a little bit higher than Noah had him is is we kind of looked at the the impact he had on the game too mm-hmm. you know Shaq yeah. Shaq was huge you know he he impacted basketball he's a he's a famous face everybody knows who he is because of how exactly. big he is because of how funny he is I mean Shaq changed basketball mm-hmm. so I think that's why Mike and I probably have him a little bit higher than Noah yeah yeah that's sense. fair mm-hmm. all right Noah all right yes. Uh, coming in at number five, I got Larry Legend. Okay, okay. okay. Larry Bird. Uh, I think we... Who who already had him I on their him. list? That's I, my yeah, was, didn't Alex already have him too? No, no, no. no. Alex is a Larry fan, bro. That's right. I am um, the hick from Chick Flick. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there we go. So, um, yeah, Larry Bird. I mean, I already talked a lot about his uh, what he's done. Um, multiple championships, multiple MVPs, um, overall, overall uh, super dominant player in his era. I think the 80s were pretty much just defined as him versus Magic, and I really love that. Um, I haven't mentioned Magic Johnson yet, so you can already kind of take away who I think is the better player. But, um, <laughs> but either way, I think Larry Bird he he kind of changed the sports world in general uh just with you know how dominant he was in his era and you know that's why i have him in at number five also he's a very underrated defender in my opinion um he made three defensive um teams Mm -hmm. which that's that's pretty awesome um especially because there were some really great defenders back then so i think he's definitely an underrated defender oh, yeah. uh, great offensive player probably one of the most versatile offensive players ever because he had great post moves he could hit the ball from he could do so much from three yeah yep definitely great ball handler as well so. yeah, yeah. yeah he's my number five yeah i have i think i think larry's incredible i mean we'll, we'll get to him later but one thing <laughs> later I, one thing how much later like four spots later is <laughs> You guys have both used Larry Bird already, and neither one of you has put Kobe in. 
I cannot believe that you guys think Kobe Bryant is better than Larry Bird. Because Kobe didn't we'll make my to top that. 10. We'll... Hey, chill, dude. <laughs> nice I'm right. just kidding. I almost didn't put him in my top 10. I was like this close to not putting him in my Give top 10. Give us your number All 5, right. Alex. Give us your number 5. Alright. My number 5 is Kareem. Okay. Um, okay. Noah already talked about him. Pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, if, if Hakeem's not the greatest... Uh, the smoothest big man of all time. It's it's Kareem. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. They they're just both of them are just dominant, just big gazelles out there, just dancing around, putting the ball in the hoop. Mm-hmm. So I have him at number five. That's fair. That's fair. All right, my number five, Kobe Bryant. Oh my god! <laughs> all right. I think now's uh, the time to talk about my boy. I'm, all right. I'm surprised. I have Kobe the highest. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little surprised to hear Kobe at five. At from five? Mike, but well, I I do think there are four players better than him for sure. Um. Well, that's know. that's good that you're half conscious then. <laughs> but all right, I'll I'll say this about Kobe. He gets a lot of disrespect because he's not as good as Jordan, and that's totally fine. Like, obviously, he's not as good as Jordan. That's fair. Okay. But he gets discounted a lot because people are like oh he's just a discount jordan but i don't think that should discount what he's done on the court you know obviously he's still the second best shooting guard of all time what who's better than him besides jordan i don't know (laughs) i mean james harden no no Dude, Dwayne Wade's definitely better than James Harden. Dwayne Wade, in my opinion, is third best shooting guard of all time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although, I I think, you know, just to go off topic a little bit, I think James Harden has a chance to pass Dwayne Wade. Like, if he wins a ring and he, you know, does as well. But anyway. He he doesn't have a chance against Kobe. Yeah. Kobe's Kobe's solidified it, too. Kobe, like, all right. First, I can talk about the impact. Obviously, there's so many Kobe fans out here. Um, you all know that Alex. I'm sure you deal with them a lot. Um, yeah, it's just so many people love Kobe and Alex. I know you weren't here when he passed, but like it was the most insane thing ever. People who you know didn't know anything about basketball, just didn't even care. Like still knew what happened, still knew who he was. Just so it was so like it was so eye opening to me to see like all that impact he had. Noah, you probably saw it as well. Um, but besides that, if we're talking in-game, you know, he won two finals MVPs out of five, which, like, I realize is kind of not good compared to, you know, other players on this list. But with Kobe, you know, when you're with Shaq, I think any any other player with Shaq would have not won finals MVP, you know what I mean? Because Shaq was just that good. And I think people discount Kobe's impact in those games. They just look at the accolades and be like, oh, he didn't win any finals MVPs. Um, so, but I, I mean, for me personally, if you go watch those games, especially if you go look at the playoff battles, there were so many times Kobe stepped up and won the game for the Lakers. Um, I don't think it's fair to say Shaq carried Kobe. I think they needed each other. Um, and I, I think they definitely both had their moments. So I don't think it's fair to discount Kobe for that. You also have, you also have to consider his age at the time. He was really young for an NBA player. He was only like 21 when they won their first. And then he was like 23 or 24 when he won their third. So age definitely factors into that. And I definitely think that in kind of the mid-2000s after Shaq left, Kobe was just a stat monster, all right? And 
the only reason he didn't win any rings during that time is because he didn't have a good team. Like, let's be real. Everybody gives excuses to, like, um, LeBron on the Cavs, which those excuses are fair. Like, don't get me wrong. But nobody ever gives Kobe the chance in those mid-2000s Lakers teams, which were terrible. You know, the ones without Phil Jackson when he was playing with, like, Kwame Brown and those guys. <laughs> like, Yeah, those... I have him at number two, Kwame Brown. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that Kobe gets a lot of disrespect. And I think part of it is because a lot of people didn't like him in the mid-2000s, which is fair. Like, I get why, obviously. But, um, you know, I think as a player, though, he's definitely good. I think he definitely should have had more rings uh, if you consider if he had a better team around him in the mid-2000s and if the CP3 trade didn't collapse. But that's for another time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so there's my Kobe argument. Um, and there you are. So yeah. All right. One thing I will say about that is, as much as I don't like Kobe, um, first of all, super What's sad what happened. To like? <laughs> super sad what happened to him and his daughter. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Kobe. But what I will say is, Kobe was good for the NBA because he kind of became the villain. You know, it mm-hmm. especially in in my youth because I was a Suns fan. I hated Kobe. Mm-hmm. No, he was he was the worst. But it it made it made things interesting. Every good story has to have a villain. And Kobe was that villain for me well. and for he a lot of well. other teams. Mm-hmm. So Kobe Kobe was good for the NBA. Mm-hmm. And he had a great career. So all right. I think everyone's always gonna hate on greatness. Um so I just decided to do a little bit more digging. And by the way, Kobe's my number four. Okay. For all time. And I can back that up wholeheartedly. So, Kobe. He's an 18-time All-Star, 5-time NBA champ, 12-time All-Defensive team. That's insane. Yeah. People that discount Kobe's insane. defense a lot, but he was good. 15-time All-NBA team, 2-time Finals MVP. He also had an MVP, regular season MVP in there. Now, this is where I did some digging. Uh, Larry Bird, he had only twelve All Star games, so that's less than Kobe. Can I? Can I? Three time NBA champ. Yes. Okay. I I don't think All Star games should count. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'm, because, I'm okay, with fine, Michael fine, fine, on fine. that. Because like, okay, whatever. Kobe, I don't Kobe care. got voted an All Star in like 2015 because it was a fan vote, and it's like yeah, Kobe, Kobe wasn't good at that time, so I, I don't yeah, think Kobe, All Star games. Kobe's should count. last year, he did not belong in the All Star. <laughs> yeah. But he still has six more All Star games than. Which is a lot, like. There you but, right. I but I also think you can you can. Anyways, like... okay, I, I'm not keeping up on this All Star game. That, that was right. just one one point. Okay. Okay. So Larry Bird, he's also only won three, um, three finals or three championships, uh, ten time All NBA team, which is five less than Kobe, three time All Defensive NBA. Um, he. He has. Two more MVPs, regular season MVPs, which definitely contributes to that. Uh, and Larry Bird has the same amount of finals MVPs. So accolades, you know, Kobe Bryant's definitely a lot better. Kobe also averaged more points um, during his career. He had a lot better win share. Um, so I think he just contributed a lot more to the success of his team. So I don't know. Kobe, the reason he's my number 
four. Um, I'd say the big reason is just because he's one of the best scorers of all time. Um, completely unstoppable. I loved his mentality, the Mamba mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he, I think out of any other player that's ever played in the NBA, he definitely worked the hardest to hone his skills. I mean, he came right out of high school, so he obviously had to have a really hard work ethic. Yeah, um, and I think one thing about but, Kobe is he's actually, I would say he's one of the le- lesser athletic guys out of all the 10 guys on these lists. Um, that I mean, minus minus Tim Duncan <laughs> and Shaq. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like obviously, obviously he's still a freak athlete. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm not discounting that at all. But like you look at LeBron, you look at Jordan. These guys were naturally gifted. You know what I mean? Kobe, Andrew Johnson. Yeah, yeah like right. he, like Kobe wasn't as naturally gifted as they were, but just the fact that he was able to still do all this stuff despite that, like, was pretty good. Um, I put him so high just because. He definitely worked the hardest out of any other player on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I just, I really like the the fact that he was a two-way player, both offensive and defensive. I think yeah. the other three players on my list are also great two-way players. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I really like in a player is is that they can both go. Two-way. Is, yeah, they can play both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like me in high school, so, oh, you yeah. know. All right. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alex, Alex knows what's up. Hit us with, um, hit us with okay. number four. At number four, I have Him. the myth, the legend, the hick from Chick Flick, <laughs> best mustache of all time, Larry Bird. All right, all right. I just, I, we've talked about him a lot. Yeah. Give at least, a, at least us, he's not over Magic Johnson. Give us Larry, your thing, Alex. Just, Larry Bird him. is just He's just another level. I remember watching a 30 for 30. I think it was the Celtics versus the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how it was like, there were like two seconds left. The Celtics were, it was either tied or they were losing. And they come out of timeout and Larry Bird says like out loud, he says to the entire team, his team and the other team, I'm going to get a screen here in the corner. I'm going to curl around it. They're going to give me the ball and I'm going to shoot it. And there's nothing you can do about it. I've seen that. And yeah. sure enough, they, they slapped the ball. He comes around the screen, catches it in the corner, shot it, and there was nothing they could do about it. It was, it was a bucket. I mean, the style he had, the way he held his composure in Boston, a big market with a lot of history, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Larry Larry's special. I don't think he's better than Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. and he's definitely not the greatest of all time. But he's pretty dang good. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. I think I think four is a good spot for him. Honestly, like just me personally, I have him at seven. But like, I'm not gonna argue with putting him at four. He's that good, and he was cold, man. Yeah, <laughs> just ice cold. Yeah, and that's that's my one argument that I would have him versus Kobe. Um, I was doing some digging while you guys were talking, and and this I found this. It says. In the final 24 seconds of the game, and shots take the lead, Kobe is a career 36 for 36 of 115 field goal attempts, 31 percent. But those 36, though, <laughs> this right. this seems to prove that Kobe is indeed not clutch. Okay, but I mean, all right, if you're gonna bring that into it, hold on, I gotta say, if you're gonna like stop, 30- talk about clutch shots, you gotta understand that most of the time. Clutch shots aren't like 
you know, those shots aren't going to go in. That's just how it is. You know what I mean? Well, when they go in, it's pretty, like, I highly doubt anyone has over, like, 50%. But you think about this. You think about this. Let's say, let's say that the Lakers have a, they play a season that's 115 games long, which will never happen. And each one of those games goes down to the wire. You're going to give it to Kobe, obviously. He's your best player. That means you're only going to win 36 games. Okay, but like, who who else would you? You're going to win 30. You're going to win 30 percent of the games because Kobe, he's not clutch. But clutch, you're mm. defining clutch you, when, as only within the last 24 seconds. But clutch isn't just that. Like clutch is playing well in the fourth quarter. Clutch right. is playing well in the playoffs. Like it's not just it's not just those last 24 seconds. And right, and that's fair. And I'm not arguing against the fact that he has the Mamba mentality, like, without a doubt. I mean, the guy knew how to take over games. I saw it happen. My little six-year-old heart was broken plenty of times. And but, another thing is, like, you got to think of how many times the Lakers were in that situation where, you know, 115 times where they were, um, you know, down late in the fourth. But what about all those other times where they were just up and they just won the game? And then you could argue, what about all the times they just lost the game? But, you know, like, it's... I, I don't think that's, like, really a fair measure of clutchness, I guess. Although, okay. I do know LeBron... I think LeBron has, like, the most clutch shots, and it's not even close. Yeah. But, I like, I still think that's only part of the argument, so... All right. All right. All right. Let's, uh... Oh, up next is my number four. So, yeah, number four. I put Magic at number four. Um, what? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I I love magic. All right. Who do you wait? Just just wait. We'll get to it. We'll get Who do you it. have in your top three? Just so I'm wondering. Hear me out. All right, magic is my number four. Probably all is right. Kareem. Can I talk? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Magic is my number four. That was um, great. I definitely put him up there because uh, he pioneered a new style of basketball. You know, kind of along with Larry Bird, he put that like kind of fast pace. You know, best point guard of all time. Uh, he won. He won the finals as a rookie, which is pretty impressive. And he won five mm-hmm. rings in total. He's got three Finals MVPs, and just you know, it's Magic Johnson. You know, he's super smooth. He started the Showtime Lakers, and to an extent, he really made the NBA popular. You know, before that, it wasn't really as popular, but now it is. Um, and part of that was because Magic. And the Showtime Lakers made basketball cool, um, and you know, along with the Celtics too. Like they, they both kind of had their role in that. So, I think Magic, in terms of impact and in terms of stats, you know, he's. I think he definitely deserves to be up there, just because of everything he's done for the league, and you know, all of his personal accolades and things like that. So, yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. I don't think anyone's arguing with the fact that. That magic is in the top five. I don't think anyone's gonna argue mm-hmm. against that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, really, I think it just comes down to why is he not three? But yeah, you'll, you'll give your argument I'll, there I'll, in a to, second. To me, it's like <laughs> yeah, a well-known you. fact that your top three players are Magic, LeBron, and Mike, and whatever order you have them, like that—that's your top three. Really? No, okay, I definitely hear—I definitely hear a lot of people put Kareem in the top. So if. If it's Kareem who beating him, I, I understand. But um, my number three is Magic Johnson. Okay, yeah. I I don't have much to add, honestly. Like, Michael, you t- 
talked about it really well. Um, I really respect his game. I think, you know, he could have even had a better career than what he did. Um, but for, for the, know. HIV, the whole HIV situation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's um, fair. He could have been the goat, honestly, if, if that didn't yeah. happen, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's very possible. Cause yeah. he, he was really unstoppable with, with his Lakers team. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I think he was also a great two-way player, um, which I really love. He, you know, he was a great scorer, also a great passer as well. Probably um, one of the best passers of all time. And since he was so big, he could always uh, really lock lock up those those guards. So yeah, yeah and yeah. that's that's what I'm going to get at right now. He's he's my number three as well, mm-hmm. Magic Johnson, and. You know, my biggest point on him is he was the point forward before the point forward even existed. I mean, he's yeah. how tall is he? He's six eight. Yeah, he's six eight. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And and like Noah said, he could pass the ball better than anyone. Mm-hmm. He could guard anyone. I think in that first finals when he was a rookie, he he like played the center position for. He did. Yeah, you're right. And he did. And they and they won. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's he's really incredible. Um. Without a doubt, he's he's in the top three in my mind. All right, all right. So let me get to my number three now, which is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All right. So you guys seem to have some trouble with this, and I, I actually I was gonna mention Noah. You're right. There's a ton of people who put Kareem in their top three rather than Magic, and it's not really a knock against Magic. It's just a, a statement to how good Kareem is. So. Six championships. Can't really go wrong with that. You know, five with the Lakers, one with the Bucks. Um, just completely dominated his era. Top scorer of all time. Um, you know, you have to consider just what he did in terms of impacting the game itself. Like things like the skyhook and stuff like that. I think he's very easily the best big man of all time. And yeah. his long longevity, you know, pretty dominant in the 70s and not super dominant in the 80s, but still had an impact. Still definitely, um, you know, obviously won a bunch of championships in the 80s. Actually won five of his championships in the 80s. Um, so I definitely think it's not, it, it's fair to put him in the top three. Um, especially considering how many players looked up to him and just the impact he had on um, just the game itself and the fans and, and things like that. And also, I know this is a top 10 NBA list, but Kareem won at every level. He won in college. Like, he's the best college player of all time. And he won even won in high school. But I know those technically don't count towards the NBA. But it's still just a testament to how this dude just won at every level. And no one could really stop him. So, that's why I have him in the yeah. top three. And without a doubt, I think Kareem's incredible. But one thing I would say... Uh, at least you know my reasoning for having magic at number three instead of kareem mm-hmm. would be if you take magic off that lakers team and put you know whatever point guard in there instead of magic i mean they'd still be good i'm sure they would still yeah. win championships but i don't know how not, good they would be that that's fair that's a good point honestly and, and i could see but that. and you take you take kareem off that team and you put whatever center in there I think you know they would be better off than than the vice versa. Without Magic, what I yeah. just mentioned. That's that's a fair point. I think that one championship he had with the Bucks really um, helped him out a lot in that case because no one you know no one really says he need he needed Magic or whatever, and you know he still put up the numbers and stuff. But that's that's a fair argument and that's like a good argument to why Magic could be three 
Um, but I still think Kareem though is definitely top five. Um, Absolutely. Just just no matter I guess no matter which way you slice it. So. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, didn't have him in my top five. <laughs> would you have him? No. I, I had him at six. Oh, yeah, okay. six. All right. Okay. So I think for this one, I don't think we should say our number twos. I think we should just say our number ones. Well, um, we're all clear, right? One and two is Magic, is Michael and LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, I think we all have LeBron at one, right? Do we? Well, I think I think Noah and I are on the same page. I have LeBron at one. I have LeBron at one as well. Do I? So oh, I thought Noah had Jordan. Oh shoot! Wow, there we go. I was so hoping for all... some debate, dude. Yeah, I was so, too. I honestly, I don't think you can debate these two guys. Like it. All right, I'm gonna say for the record, um, it was great. so hard putting LeBron over Michael. All right, it wasn't easy for me. I'm not. Like I'm not a LeBron fanboy, I'm not a Michael fanboy either. So I was trying to look at it. Well, you are you are a Lakers fanboy. Like, I'm let's... I'm a Lakers fanboy. Yes, yes. But like, it it was still pretty hard because, like, I love Jordan too. Like I don't have anything against Jordan, um, but I think that LeBron just with his longevity and yeah, he doesn't have as many rings. But when you consider he faced the Warriors with KD and, you know, a lot of those guys, um, you know, I, I think LeBron would have definitely had more rings. But he's still the best player in the league um, at the age of 35. And he's got so many stats, so many, you know, um, just he's the best all-around player ever, in my opinion. You know, he can do everything. Um and he's just dominated since the beginning of his career. I think the biggest knock against LeBron was that two of his championships he had a super team with, which that's kind of, that's like, you know, that's a pretty fair statement. But besides that, like, it's hard to argue against LeBron. So. Hey, Mike, quick question. Anything. What's up? No, I, I totally agree. Um, I'd say the reason LeBron is number one in on my list is – I think just the way the NBA has shifted, like LeBron is just the most dominant player. Mm -hmm. Um, He came straight out of high school and, you know, really in his first year, he was already the leader of his team. (laughs) The Cavs really were banking on that. Um, And and, uh, I don't know, like, I really love how how LeBron has kind of shifted, you know, how how the people view him. Yeah. And like also he like he shifted the perspective so like mm-hmm. there was a while when he was in Miami and he was just viewed as the villain and then he went back to Cleveland and was viewed as you know the good guy mm-hmm. and I think now you know him taking down that Warriors team that really solidified for me he's the goat you know coming back three okay. one really dominating that finals I think yeah. you know. I, I think, think, that was I think that's something that we can maybe talk about is is when was the point that LeBron passed Michael for you guys? Noah, you said that it was the 2016 finals when they came back 3-1. Um, yeah. Michael, when, when was it for you? Honestly, this year. This and, year. And it's because, it's because, like I said, about his longevity. Um, that That's the main argument I think LeBron has over Jordan. And just the fact that he's changed his game so much throughout the years to where he's still dominant. You know, obviously, LeBron, 
uh, on Miami is different from LeBron right now on the Lakers because obviously on Miami he was a lot more athletic, he scored more, but now just seeing him shift his game to be a point guard first um, and still dominate, like that's just been insane to me, and I think that's why I have him as my goat now because because of the um, just the way he shifted his game and the way he can just have an impact on the floor. No matter what he's doing. It's kind of like with Magic. You know, when Magic played a center. You know what I mean? Except, obviously, LeBron's a lot better at, you know, shifting right. himself. So, that that's that's the time where I did it. Obviously, it's really hard for me to rank him above Jordan. Um, we can talk about Jordan in a second. But, um, yeah. So, w- when was it for you, Alex? Well, yeah. One thing I'll say before I talk about LeBron is, for me, it's, it's not who's 1 and 2. It's who's 1A and 1B. Like, yeah. it's... You know, Michael Jordan is absolutely incredible. There's no one. And for me, like, it's Michael and LeBron in one room, and then everyone else is outside. Like, no one's mm. no one's knocking on the door. No one's even close. Um, Can for respect me, that. Um, LeBron passed Michael the last time that I watched LeBron play, which was his last year in Cleveland, because I yeah. haven't seen him as a Laker yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, that team in Cleveland with Isaiah Thomas and a broken Kevin Love and actually it wasn't Isaiah Thomas it was Derrick Rose because they traded they traded Isaiah I guess Thomas that's true season, but I guess yeah, that's true yeah. but that team that team was garbage I'm pretty sure our, I'm pretty sure your guys the senior year could have beat that team I mean they were just they were just absolutely horrible yeah and the the Cavs were the four seed going into the playoffs. And every single round, I said, I don't think the Cavs are making it out. I think the pa- the Pacers were up two one, and LeBron just they went like, to Game Seven, dude. I guess yeah, you're right. Pacers, yeah, yeah. And so LeBron LeBron wins in Game Seven, and I was like, all right. Well, they snuck out of there, but there's no way they're getting past the Raptors. They swept them. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. they get to the the Eastern Conference Finals, and like, no way they beat the Celtics. I just think the Celtics are too much. And Game Seven, they did it. And yeah. then in game one against the Warriors, when, when they were playing against the Warriors, I was like, there's no way. They're going to get killed in every game. And in game one, LeBron put up 51 points, and they lost because J.R. Smith <laughs> was probably the stupidest player to ever play in the NBA. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And then and then LeBron broke his hand and that still was just giving Smith's it everything career, he way. had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that for me was just – that was in- incredible to watch, how he mm-hmm. just – willed that city to another finals mm-hmm. because that team was hot hot garbage yeah no and, I, that's that was impressive too i, I don't yeah. think i'll ever see another playoff performance like that yeah like it, that, yeah. Was, that was insane and um, one thing that i will say to to go along with what you were saying mike about mm-hmm. how he's just shifted his game i'm looking at his career stats right now and and he's averaging 10.6 assists this year. He's leading the league crazy. in assists. Yeah. You know, and, and his career stats, which obviously aren't finished yet, mm-hmm. he's averaging 27, 27 points a game, 7.4 rebounds, and 7.4 assists a game. Mm-hmm. And and 1.6 steals and 0.8 block. Like, I mean, he's just – he does everything. He does everything, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you – I don't know. He's he's incredible. Mm-hmm. He's He's incredible. Um, like like we said, Michael's insane too, but LeBron's just he's just special. Yeah. 
And, you know, like I said earlier, I think the biggest knock on his career was the fact that for two of his rings, he did have Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh um, and all of them. But it's not like he still, it's not like he played bad or anything. It's not like he got carried. You know, he was still the best player on his team um, with all yeah. that. So, yeah. I think I, I think we should talk about Jordan for a little bit. I feel like we're kind of disrespecting him a little bit. and I, <laughs> And it just doesn't feel right. So I definitely got a comment on Jordan because we kind of skipped over him. But, you know, I think he's still the most influential player of all time. And I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. Like, you look at when people were, like, when people think about basketball, they think about Jordan, you know. Um, Obviously, his shoes are probably the most popular out of all the other players' shoes. And just all, all that with the legacy and just everything that comes with the name Michael Jordan, like he's still going to be the most influential player of all time, but that's just half the story. You know, he was still, you know, I, if you say he's the best player of all time, I can't really argue with you. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you put him above LeBron, it's still like, okay, like that's fair. You know, it's not really an argument. Um, back to back three peats, six finals MVPs, Definitely the argument Jordan has over LeBron is the fact that he just won, all right? Like, he won way more than LeBron, and um, I think that's that's basically what it is. Yeah, he definitely had some better teams with, Le- like, better teams than LeBron had, but um, he still beat a lot of good teams in the finals and things like that. So um, I, I still think, you know, Jordan definitely has a claim to the number one spot. I'm not sure if Michael has LeBron at number one. What do you mean? You're Me? just talking about well, Michael dude, I, a lot, dude. Because I love Michael Jordan, dude. Like, yeah, I, no, it's it's, it's hard. And you're right too, Michael. <laughs> I, Michael was evolutionary. You know, he. Everyone knows who Michael Jordan is. Mm-hmm. Everyone. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is. Doesn't matter where you're from. You see that little the Jumpman logo, and and you know who it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he he was incredible. Uh, yeah, he was incredible. You can't you can't really say anything bad about Jordan, really. No, um, no, just, and it's hard to. <laughs> and that goes back to what we were saying too. Like, it's LeBron and Michael in one room, and everyone else outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're so close to each other that, like you said, anyone that says Michael is number one, it's not like we're gonna we're gonna argue against them, them yeah. to the death. You know, and it's honestly, it's pretty. I, I guarantee you, if we did grow up in the '90s, we would probably be saying Michael Jordan better. I don't yeah. think so, because uh, I was talking to my dad a little bit. Mm-hmm. He, like, I I shared with him my list, and and he said, "Okay, yeah, I agree with that." And I even asked him, I was like, "LeBron over Michael?" And he said, "Yeah, I think now, I I think LeBron's the better player." See, especially what he's doing now with the anything. Lakers. Yeah, I mean, my dad grew up in the '90s. My dad's favorite player it was Magic Johnson. So like, um, so like that's when my dad was really getting into basketball, and, and yeah, yeah. even yeah. he agreed. Uh, I think anyone who actually watches basketball would agree. Wow, that's a bold statement. <laughs> Wait, about LeBron being better? I don't think so. I dude, there's yeah, I, I don't think so Most either. of the people I think, I talk I think that's to a... like say Jordan is better. Yeah. I think that's a bold statement. No, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think LeBron is anyone better. Who but... actu- I said actually. Who, anyone who really... Still, though. Watch basketball. 
I I don't know. That's my I mean, opinion. Let's let's bring this to to Coach Lopez. Let's see what he says. I don't I don't think he's gonna say LeBron. <laughs> he's probably gonna say Jordan. Yeah, I would imagine. But I don't it's know. too old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he might say Jerry was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right. So. And is there anything else you guys want to add about Jordan or LeBron or anyone else on Good. the list? Or, um, I, I really respect Michael Jordan, one of my favorite players of all time. Great mm-hmm. two-way player. Nothing more to add. I think one thing that could change about this list in the future for me personally is I think that Steph could be on it um, by the end of his career. You know, if he comes back and i have him in my honorable mentions i I didn't i didn't have him in my honorable mentions but i think you know i still think he's the greatest shooter of all time i think if um you know if he comes back and plays like the way he used to and just you know dominates again i still i think he will definitely have a claim in the future but we'll see i think though out of all the players in the league right now i think he's probably the only one that could have that claim um I would I would say maybe KD and Durant, if, if, yeah. But like, we'll see. No, but he's it depends on how he kid. comes back, you know. Yeah. So we'll we'll see about that. But um, besides that, I think Steph and KD are probably the only two that could have a claim to the top ten. Yeah. Like, Actually, when it's all said, I I have another one. Who? Luca. Oh, I'll be really? quiet. Man. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's just so not young. not anytime. I, it, I know, not anytime soon. Not anytime soon. Uh-huh. But just how crazy he is right now, like, there's a reason I didn't say Trey Young. Trey Young's <laughs> an amazing shooter, but I don't think he's going to be top 10 all time. Luca, Alex Caruso. <laughs> Luca's crazy. Luca's yeah, good. And, well, Luca's I guess, crazy. I guess I can. And, and it's, way too, it's way too early to say right now. Um, I mean, he's only in his second season. So, yeah, it's way too early, but... And I'm not even saying he's close to the top 10 right now. He's not. Mm-hmm. But if, if he keeps up what he's doing and, and keeps getting better, definitely. That's fair. Yeah, that's he'll fair. have a shot. Just the tough And I guess will... I have a shot. Um, go ahead, Alex. I can't say much about Luca because I haven't seen him play at all. You know, mm-hmm. I, I watched some of his, some of his uh, draft Delights. videos and stuff. And, you know, I, Dude, I didn't want crazy. the Suns to pick him. I wanted us to get Aiton, and that's what we got. And now I'm. You know, hear hearing about how great Luca is and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, I still think the Suns made a good decision. I'm not like because uh, Luca's great, but in hindsight, Aiton isn't a bad wasn't a bad decision either at all. Um, it's just they drafted by need, and there's nothing really wrong with that. So, you know, yeah, um, that's fine. But yeah, I was gonna say about Luca. I think the issue is like, um, it's just that he's young, and like you know, we don't know if this was. Like, what if this is his prime? What if this is the best he ever does? You never know. Like, any, anything I like happen. a Tyreek Evans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I just wanted to say that. But, yeah, um, no, I and I think it's too early to say. So, yeah, I was just, just like a, it was just kind of a thing, you know. You said, I don't think there's anyone else who could make it. Mm-hmm. Really, well, it's, it's too I, early to say that he's close, but I don't know. Well, if we're talking about people that could make it, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. Yeah, is, is pretty honest. incredible. Yeah, yeah. He, I don't think he's top ten worthy just because he. I think he hit his prime too late. Well, what? how old is he? He's, he's like he's like, like twenty five. 
not that young, is he? Yeah, he's 25. He's young, yeah. He just turned 25. Yeah, he just turned 25. Oh, well, I think it. I was confused because he got drafted in 2013. Yeah, because yeah, he he'll turn 26 young, yeah. in December. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, Gian- so, yeah. Giannis could have a claim definitely if he keeps it up, you know, wins a couple finals along the way. Um, definitely has a chance. I won't lie. I didn't yeah. think he got drafted that. Okay. Yeah, then I guess he could have a shot because he's already an MVP and he it looks like he was going to win another one this year. They're really dominant. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. and, and his team and his team isn't that great either. Oh. Giannis? Wait, 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 wait! He doesn't have another all. He has Chris Middleton. Has Chris... No, no, the the Bucks are good. Like they're deep, dude. He doesn't have another all star like, like LeBron when he had Wade and Bosh, or Kobe when he had Shaq, or yeah, yeah. Know, he doesn't have like a second like superstar or anything like that. But yeah. you know his his team is still pretty good. All around, Middleton yeah. is good. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just all look right. at these. But yeah, look I at think, these last I think we're three. Good. These last three years from Giannis, he's averaging in in 2017-2018, he's averaging 27 points a game, 10 rebounds a game, and five assists a game. And then last year, he what? averaged 28 a game, 12.5 rebounds a game, and six assists. And then this year, he was averaging 29.6, 13.7, 5.8. Yeah, he, he's definitely playing... Well. And and he's and he's twenty five. This this is for our next video when we do the top ten current players. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Anyway, everyone, thank you for tuning in to our first Ball Squad podcast. Hope you enjoyed it, and look forward to the next one. And we'll see you all later.